1: what's up everybody welcome to kind of funny games daily for thursday august 19th 2021 i'm one of your hosts greg miller alongside game spots to who's saying hello tam
0: what up everyone thank you for having me back yet again i am uh, honored to be here
1: Well, I'm honored to be here and do something I don't usually get to do. Usually, I kind of funny when we cancel something, Tim gets to cancel it, but I'm happy to be here to cancel Tim Tam Thursdays. All right. I'm happy to be here to shake it up and say, Tim, hit the bricks. Now, what's our name, Tam? Because you guys have logos, you have all this different fun stuff. We got to come up with a combination. I just saw a
2: good one in chat. It's Tamari.
0: Tamari is pretty good. (laughs) I
2: like it.
0: Oh, like because the Gregs Gregory. 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 Do you go by Gregory? Ever
1: now, Graham of Legends says Tame over that ain't that ain't Tam bad. over Greggy. Any bad? Any Tam
0: over Greggy is pretty good. Also, we said dirty. we said Greg Greg Moore earlier, but like that's kind of weird. Yeah, but, well, like, now, hold we, on. Could,
1: Matt, we could Matt. says it's Miller Tam. Like it's Miller time.
0: It's Miller time. That's pretty good. I like that. But uh, I do like. Yeah, that. yeah, that's good. Okay. If if we did like Tam Miller, that could be like a, a Metal Gear character. That's true. It's, like Kaiser Miller, Tam Miller. I'm writing down it's Miller Tam. I don't want to forget that M- one. Miller Tam's good, yeah. Tam, how the hell are you? I mean, I've never
1: hosted this show with you, I don't think. Have yeah, I? I this is like, the we've been on for shows.
0: us. Yeah, we, I don't... have we been on anything together? No. I mean, you've
1: been on Gamescast or something I mean, with us, right? No,
0: no, I've not been on Gamescast yet. i have uh, been on streams. I've been on streams <laughs> with you, yeah. Okay. So we've been on that, but never done uh, games early, and I'm excited to do it with you. I've been good, Um, you know, still living life in in uh, in the UK, begrudgingly. Sure. Um praying praying that I can get back to the to the East Bay San Francisco soon. Sure. But are you live the tunnel on that though? Uh I d- hopefully soon. I can Perfect. only say soon. I don't want to say anything. I've never been a superstitious person. Sure, you don't uh, But now like after going through this process, I have become a superstitious person cuz every time I have thought I think we're good, it's gone like completely out of the off the rails. <laughs> it sounds like, you know what? I'm just going to let it happen and hope. But my hope is like by the end of the year, if we're lucky.
1: Okay. Okay. We're all here. We're pulling for you. We're hoping for you. Don't worry about that. Uh, M Frizzy in the Twitch chat calls you out. You are a liar. You were on the Bloodborne PS. I love you. XOXO. So there you go. Oh,
0: yeah. I forgot about that. um, I don't know what I don't know what time is anymore. Time's a flat circle.
1: Do you know that? Like, we, first off, it's a big deal. We're, you know, I'll do the housekeeping in a second. But our Ghost of Tsushima mm-hmm. director's cut review is up as a new games cast. Right, Lucy James is on that. Kept her ass yeah. up to like twelve thirty her time.
0: Yeah, got it. I think she was. She was like, uh, I think that's her Sopranos hour. If I know, it is. That's what
1: she remember. said on the show. That yeah, this is usually yeah, the yeah. Sopranos hour. No, not for Yeah, this yeah,
0: yeah. So good, you denied her some Sopranos. It gives me a little bit of time to catch up to her. Oh, are you watching um, alongside her? Now? I haven't started yet, but I can. I'm going to poop sock it one day. Like in the next couple of days. I'll probably You're just gonna watch what? like One more time. poop socket. You never heard of poop socking? No. You're going poop Socket. it. Poop sock. Sock. Poop socket. Okay, no, I yeah. still don't know
2: that I still don't no, know. No, yeah, that honestly that scares me more.
0: I'm sure you can figure it out. I believe who did I hear first first mention it? I think it might have been Brian Altano who, who said oh, that that I heard it first. But it's the idea of being so dedicated to something that you never leave to even to poo. Instead you poop into the sock. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I've
1: never been that dedicated to anything in <laughs> my entire God. life. Thank man. God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and no, it wasn't Brian O'Toole. It was Sean Elliott on uh, GFW Radio back in the day, the One Up days. Um, yeah, getting ready for some poop sucking, everyone. Get Ladies and gentlemen, get your socks out because we have a hell of a
1: <laughs> show for you. It's Miller Tam. Today we're talking about the ghost of Tsushima Directors Cut Reviews being in, the Cyberpunk DLC seeming lackluster, and the fact that CES needs you to get vaccinated. We'll tackle all this and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need know about. If you like that, be part of the show over on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can write in to be part of the show you can get the show ad free you can get the show with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday and of course you get a bevy of other benefits for things like the kind of funny games cast the next gen podcast and so much more all on patreon.com slash kind of funny games however if you have no bucks to toss our way it's no big deal you can be watching us record the show live just like just according jacob Stody and the singer bro all are singer bro says we want more grammar oh
0: Gramoire. It sounds like a cracker. It's like graham cracker.
1: yeah yeah. it reminds me of grim grimoire remember that ps2 game oh yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) Uh, if you're watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games you have a special job go to kind of slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games listening on podcast services around the globe watching over on rooster teeth and everywhere else you can get this show no matter where you get kind of funny games daily thank you for your love your support your appreciation please please like it, subscribe it, share it, leave a review, do all that stuff. If you're driving in your car right now, roll up to that coffee shop, get yourself a latte and scream inside everybody. Listen to kind of funny games daily, then drive away without paying.
0: Don't do that. You'll get uh, you'll get arrested for that.
1: I mean, if they have to catch you first, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're confident in your escape abilities, then definitely do it because it will be incredible. And make sure you record yourself doing it because that's a hell of a TikTok, especially sure. if it's the really first TikTok. Tell
1: you you can't do that, but you know,
0: Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Don't worry about that. Legally, we're saying do not do that. We are not promoting that. Do not do it.
1: We're not promoting that at all. Wink.
2: That it's, t- later.
1: It, it's Miller's ham uh, I keeping it for you. Like I said, GameSpot Lucy James is over on uh, YouTube.com slash kind of funny games, podcast services around the globe for the new games cast. Of course, she is there talking to us while we review ghost of Sushima director's cut and then joins us for our 12 minutes review. If that wasn't enough, we also have an interview in there about the games and online harassment hotline. It is a jam packed show. And all it took was cutting the dead weight. That is Tim and Andy. Uh, thank you to our <laughs> Patreon producer, blackjack. Today we're brought to you by Canva HP. Max and Kiwi Co, but I'll tell you about them later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Four yeah. <laughs>
2: items on the Roper Report. <laughs> oh wow, it's Kevin, are down?
1: Yeah. yeah, Kevin, I like you. How you doing? How are you, Kevin? I, I feel like I haven't talked to you in
0: forever, Kevin. I'm I haven't tired. done this show in forever. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Tell him about the next thing, Kevin.
2: Oh, I yeah, I yeah. I went to Sonoma this weekend, and they had down pillows in the hotel that I was in, but they weren't, like, overly stuffed, so my head fucking flat on the damn bed, and um, I'm just having some neck issues. Okay. It hasn't gotten better, and I don't understand. Did cavemen have pillows? Like, we must have been, like, at some point in humanity... Mm-hmm. We must have been like, no, nah, it's fine. We don't need pillows. Yeah, but course. like, I feel so far away. You got an arm.
0: Yeah, I guess so. The arm would have been the thing, right? That's what yeah. you see in a lot of mm. arms. Are very mm. like mm. they're not comfortable either.
2: Yeah.
1: No. Got, but I mean, you're a caveman. You're sleeping in a cave. What you, you didn't even know what was up. So,
2: yeah, I need. I think, think we they need had to a bunch back, of the, leaves or something. Maybe like yeah, a uh, lamb stomach stuffed with leaves. I like someone punched an ostrich sure. and like subdued it, and oh, yeah,
0: like yeah, to sleep on that. We who, who have, have, have somebody always somebody seemed... in, in our Rolodex that would be know this, right? Ostriches seem really mm-hmm. comfortable. Who would know this? I would, I would like it's, it's, I would have gone for Kevin, but is, is it, yeah, Kevin would have been my go to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's science. more about
1: the animal kingdom, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Kevin, what does yeah, snakes
0: sleep on? Uh, the dirt, See? Did, there you go. I'm gonna Google it. Did cavemen have pillows?
2: I'm looking up the history of pillows. Huh. Now pillows became
0: find... a high-status thing in late medieval Europe, and we oh. don't, and we did not evolve to need pillows.
2: You see, in you many see what cultures I'm saying?
0: throughout history, people have not had pillows, or pillows were only for the elite. In the middle, I'm telling you, the picture they've got with this pillow is awful. It's a, it's a literal stone. That they've carved a shape out of. It is horrifying. Yeah, put 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 it in in assets or whatever. Oh my my god, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I'll put it on Slack. No, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll chuck it in into into the Slack slack now. While you do that, of
1: course, I want to go over the the Twitch chat here. Where Dark Knight six six seven eight says, "You talked to Kevin yesterday, Greg." And then Dustin JB says, "For a while too, trying to get him to try into Avengers, guys." That's content. That's not me talking to Kevin. I didn't know this thing about the pillow. I didn't know this thing about Sonoma. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to get Kevin through some uh, you know hoops for Avengers. That doesn't let me into his
0: life. I don't know what's happening over there. It's okay, a different. I put it in the GF, KFGD channel.
1: You got oh you. my god! It's
0: a it's a web. Oh, why do people all right, do that? While everybody
1: works on that, I'll also begin oh, the Roper Report with the first story. Uh, we have Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut Reviews rounding up right now. Uh, the Metacritic sits at an 87 when I did this at 9 a.m. If you're paying attention, the 2020 version of Ghost of Tsushima has an 83 on Metacritic, meaning that that 83 was a nonsense Metacritic. We all know that was underrated. That is some bullshit. And it's nice to see a lot of reviewers here eating crow. And apologizing Ooh. to Sucker Punch in this game, uh, we're going to start at Push Square, where uh, Push Square gave it a nine. Uh, Robert Ramsey wrote, "Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut amplifies an already excellent open-world game. The Iki Island expansion is worth the price of admission alone, proving providing another chunk of stunning Japanese landscape for Jin to explore, while also digging into the protagonist's past." A fantastic range of story missions and side quests make for a memorable offshore excursion and put alongside the main campaign, Ghost of Tsushima now stands as a PS4 and PS5 must buy. Did you find this pillow? Are we all set, Kevin? Do you want to show the pillow?
2: Uh, sorry. Give me one second.
0: <laughs> it's there. It's there. It's definitely there. I see it. Um, I see it here. And this thing looks it horrifying. Is, horrifying. It looks like a tooth. It's horrifying. It looks like somebody's
1: yeah. laying on a tooth, and I don't like that one. That is, that is, that is on, a bad sorry. one caveman tried you when, know, they had it, just
2: Tam in the future links are always better because I, I, to... I,
0: I tried but it's it was one of those like massive damn, fire broken you this links. job you don't even have is that oh what damn. my bad my bad my bad <laughs>
2: this is <laughs> tail on here like, i got it, i got it. there where it is, is. Right? look at this. this that's the pillow that that's, is, on? that's the og pillow that is og fucking... pillow someone actually. someone, like, what... someone, what someone the created created of... their children for this pillow what yeah. is the line of thinking here like oh like imagine was imagine being like soft i
0: don't uh, i don't think so i think it's like ground and that but like imagine being like i'm an elite member of society now and then you get a stone pillow oh my god the thing about it is is, i've seen
1: on youtube a couple times now i've seen the the, i get the ad for this like cube pillow this guy's trying to sell you yeah when he's like it's not about like having a pillow like you already have it's about giving you neck support and that's what that would give
2: aren't they like, like, like there's some controversy with that company right I think there might be some controversy. Of course there is. There's controversy. Yeah, there. it's, Cause it, it sucks. Cause I really like, I'm not going to lie, Greg, every single time I see that ad, I'm like, <laughs> he's making Matt, some good points. The math's <laughs> making a lot of sense. The math's making a lot of sense here. <laughs> That's the thing is like, if you can come with a good argument, I'll buy
1: anything. I remember way back in the day when I was still living uh, with Colin in the spare bedroom place and Steimer was there. Mm-hmm. We were coming from a trip and it was like four in the morning it was like a red eye and we're we started watching a here's a indoor deep fryer here's the thing to have on your countertop for and we we're like this is stupid it cut to an hour and a half later we like landed and i'm like i'm gonna order this deep fryer. <laughs> this thing sounds great and i made delicious wings and turkeys left and right the guess. fact
0: that you said the fact that you said it's an indoor deep fryer uh, implies that there's uh, an outdoor deep fryer oh yeah like a turkey fryer so that if it yeah, boils you, over if
2: and you're frying it. a turkey tam you gotta do it you
1: gotta go outside tam. okay Not, that yeah, was the there's... thing about this fryer i had is you didn't need to there was no open flame for it to go
0: anywhere mm. it was a brilliant
1: thing stunk up the whole good? house but it, i fucking had a turkey that was deep fried it was great
0: is this thing still on sale? Because I might be interested now.
1: Probably, I had to get rid of it. It was, it was one of those things I wasn't using enough. You know what I mean? Wow! Well, because okay. that's you either fully commit to I'm frying everything, or it's just taking up counter space or under the storage space. And I was okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Let's go to GameSpot. <laughs> they gave Ghost of Tsushima director's cut an eight. Over there, Phil Hornshaw writes. All of what Iki Island brings to Ghost of Tsushima is good, if you already like Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, the base game's uh, issues remain, however, so if Sucker Punch's take on the open world didn't thrill you before, don't expect this new concept content to change your mind. You'll still wrestle with the camera during combat, especially as Mongols come flooding at you from all sides. And while Iki Island is a fun place to explore, it's littered with a lot of the same by-the-number open-world activities and collectibles. Expect to chase down a bunch of collectible flags and lore items, climb a few lighthouses, and try your hand at a few archery challenges. Uh, None of these activities is especially engaging, and while the side quests provide some good variety in their stories, requirements, and locations, the island still has its share of busy work scattered around. Where Iki Island excels, though, is in adding some new dimensions to the rest of Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, Its exploration of Jin's backstory and his character bring more depth to the base game's tale that improve it overall. And its beautiful new landscape provides both more of what works about Vanilla Ghost and a few good, if slight, tweaks on the formula. Nothing is a drastic departure, but it's a lot more of the good stuff. Refreshing Sucker Punch's already solid open-world game and providing some interesting reasons to revisit it. And then finally, we go to IGN.com, who also gave it an eight. Mitchell Saltzman writes, If more Ghost of Tsushima is what you want, the Iki Island expansion is exactly that. It provides another compelling story that dives deep into Jin's past, a new and absolutely gorgeous island to explore that's full of meaningful collectibles, and a couple of challenging additions to combat uh, in the form of enemies that force you to think on your feet even more than before. The quest design is disappointingly familiar to everything we have already played in the main game, uh, but any opportunity to revisit the stunning world the Sucker Bunch has made is one worth taking. Tam, have you played Director's Cut? And if not, are you going to?
0: I have not played it yet, but I will be playing it. I got my uh copy of it downloaded or I have it downloading. Um mm-hmm. so I'm excited to check it out. I really like the original um Ghost of Tsushima. I think a lot of what people have said about it, especially what um Phil over at GameSpot said, um because obviously got to pimp my own people. Uh but also what <laughs> Mitchell said uh, is is like on point. Like I really loved it, but it has is Ghost has its fair share of open world bloat and fluff. Um, and the thing that I'm excited about is choosing not to engage with it this time. One because um I think I've grown as a person and I think I've reached a point now where I'm like I value my time more than uh following this fox around to something that I probably won't care about eventually. Sure. But also because since it seems to be the same kind of uh same flavor of like fluff to extra stuff to do, I feel good about. Uh, leaving it and not getting any specific FOMO about it. Sure. So but because of that and everything I've heard about the actual uh, Iki Island stuff and its characterization and you know filling in some color around Jin's past is really really exciting to me. Um I I'm, I'm super super eager to play it. Um I think it's kind of like going to get bumped up to the top of my play to playlist. And I also didn't check out any of the multiplayer stuff when the oh, original legends, yeah. when it came. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm like super keen on checking some of that out as well. But yeah, I'm definitely going to play it. So yeah, full, full thoughts are up for us over on the Gamescast. Please go check it out because it's, it's me, it's Mike, it's
1: Blessing, it's Lucy, mm. all talking about this. Uh, I loved this. I've beaten the Eki Island expansion, took me a, you know, about three hours or whatever. And I was in a similar boat to you where I was like, cool, I've done it. I, you know, you re- When you transfer your save over to the PS5 version, it, I, I had the Platinum in PS4, it popped me another Platinum here. And so then it was that thing of like, cool, I don't think I'm that motivated to necessarily go do everything again. And I was like, you know, War for Wakanda is out. I'm going to go over and start playing that. And then it was that thing of like, but I'm sure it's I love the gameplay. of, And I got drawn back into Ghost. And I went back and I started clearing the island again. Mm. Like, I love that. And I think this, you know, one of my complaints as somebody who loved Ghost of Tsushima the first time around. But by the end of it, when it was like, all right, cool i'm on my 40th of 42 fox dens i was like i don't need this right yeah the, i like that they shook it up a bit here and sh- they get it's, it's nine total uh, animal dens it's three different it's like three cats three deers etc like you get that shaken up a bit and then there's a bunch of cool easter eggs that i don't want to spoil in there uh that i think playstation fans are really going to like when they get into it um the Ike Island expansion itself the story of what you're talking about does a lot for Jin, and i think i think the uh uh, or the antagonist you're fighting against, the eagle, is really interesting, and I don't know how much you've heard about uh, her, uh,
0: Tam, but I would
1: really be interested to see your take as a Batman fan on what
0: you, yeah, take. I'm excited. That's the other thing that I want to check out. Like, um, based on the reviews I've seen, the eagle seems to be a real good like Colton Khan was fine, but it was a very vanilla type of villain, right? It was like, I'm here, I'm gonna, I'm about to ruin your house, I'm yeah, ruin... he's I'm well Steve acted, Williams. right? I hated that guy, very, very well acted, yeah, but like, not, not particularly, you know, remember when when um they first introduced uh, the game and there was a trailer and uh, kato khan was like i've learned your language and i've i've studied the way you and it was like oh this is like a a mastermind level schema that we're dealing with here and then you play the game and he's not really he's like, always one uh, step
1: ahead of you he's always yeah. getting out of there and yeah,
0: yeah not really in the main game he's like aha i've stolen your uncle come and get him uh, <laughs> and and it's like okay cool uh and like i was kind of like not missing it but like i lamented the fact that it wasn't more of like a mind game type thing where you could like be like i'm out outwitting you in, in both like in battle and in like strategy um but it sounds like the new villain um is is more of that and at the very least has a more commanding presence and is around and has a little more like uh nuance in terms of like uh characterization too which is cool and i'm into that
1: uh, i saw in the chat here after we, when we we're talking glancing over here people like oh three hours ouch no no three hours for the storyline of the eagle there I, if you're doing everything on icky island i'm still doing that i would say and I, I would say i'm approaching i mean grand total probably i'm at seven hours right now and that's me farting around the island running around doing stuff remembering how good i mean this is all you know, taking putting in the backseat how much fun it is to play Ghost, how cool that combat system is. One of the summaries, obviously, is much longer reviews talked about, uh, thinking on your feet, the enemies you're fighting on Iki actually switch their stances the same way you switch yours. So, like, you have to be on the ball of, all right, cool, you're in sword stance, then they switch over to the big pole, you have to switch over to the big pole. Keep switching all that. <laughs> um I'm enjoying it. I can't wait to get back to more of it, but to what you were saying, Tam, and what I've talked about on the review, right? Like, for me, there was enough downtime between ghost and then legends that when i got back to go to legends i was like oh man i'm rusty and i get it and this is cool but i'm not really feeling it whereas now i feel like after multiple hours of ghost and i still want to go and get all the trophies for Iki, then i'm going to be ready to roll into legends and be like cool i know what i'm doing and i'm ready to go with that i'll
0: play with you let's play let's do it,
1: dude I, I mean you i mean i know you're not joking at all but this is the thing you know me you
0: goldfarb even sean our
1: our whole avengers crew that i talk about all the time yep, seems <laughs> down for this so yeah i'm
0: totally down to get going yeah i'm there. down yeah um, I, I do need to get into uh, Wakanda as well this weekend. So. Well, that
1: was my thing, too. Is, uh, before we you know, say we're going to go play a lot of yeah, Ghosts, yeah, yeah. remember we are getting Kevin into Avengers. He has it downloaded. Yeah, He's the, yeah. Joey's going to come play, too, because Lauren's playing. We, could have, we have new people coming to the crew, Tam.
0: Okay, this is good. We've got
1: to make this sure Kevin has a good time.
0: This yeah. is good. Don't worry about it, Kevin. We'll have a great time.
1: I'll, Kevin, I'll, when do you I'll, want to I'll, play I'll... Avengers? I'm sorry, what was that? When do you want to play Avengers? Me and Tam Ooh, are here to play. Oh,
2: I got a busy. Well, I mean, we could do it on stream on Saturday if you want.
1: Good point i like that i leave your heads out on that one remember 12 hour yeah. stream right or is it one of the subathon streams i don't even know i work you here know, i don't know yeah, what's happening
2: i mean like let's just see how far the kids can take it, you know a bunch of cow here's cows here's what i'll say if,
1: if the kids can take it till nine o'clock i'll get on for the late shift and i'll play avengers don't worry about it number I'm, two I'm I, report. i'll
0: Those do days. anything the kids tell me to exactly
1: well you you don't even sleep anymore right yeah who knows no, you're no, no. you're in this weird time frame that doesn't make any sense to you no,
0: no no no
2: i i think midnight you know nine o'clock what is that like five in the morning for you
0: Yeah, but, you know, the other day I was like up at 4am playing Valorant for some reason. So who knows what's going on anymore? Cam's a real gamer. He's got it in his blood, all right? Big gamer hours. Big gamer hours. Yeah. Uh, number two on the Roper Report,
1: let's talk about Cyberpunk 2077 DLC details. We'll go to GameSpot, where Jeremy Winslow writes. Developer CD Projekt Red has pulled back the curtain on Cyberpunk 2077's first batch of free DLC, but they're not as substantial as you might expect. During a Twitch live stream, several CDPR employees broke down what's new inside the third-person shooter's latest update. Uh, alongside discussing the changes in patch 1.3, the studio showcased the four new pieces of content two jackets one car and an alternative outfit for johnny silverhand all four pieces of dlc can be accessed in the game's main menu under additional content tab under the additional content tab the two jackets both of rare slash iconic qualities uh, are available in v's apartment after completing the ride mission meanwhile the archer quartz bandit car can be purchased after finishing ghost town you can check out screenshots of all four pieces over on gamespot.com uh, cdpr senior level designer miles toast great name by the way Clarified okay. that these add-ons are a are small for a reason patch 1.3 is cyberpunk 2077's biggest update to date according to toast so the dlc's function as kind of a sweetener for the tea as such bigger more substance substantive <laughs> expansions for the game are coming later quote this is this patch is our biggest to date toast said during the live stream uh we're Put a lot of effort into this one. Probably we, but that's what they wrote. We've mm. put a lot of effort into this one. So consider the DLC. T- Tam go into your back end and make sure you've
0: correct that quote for me. Yeah, I'm, go- I'm gonna I'm gonna wrote I'm gonna have a quick look at this. Apologies. Okay.
1: We've put a lot of effort into this one. So consider the DLCs that we have now as sort of goodies, sort of cherries on top. The reality, of course, and we've talked about this in the past, is that we differentiate a bit between different kinds of extra content, between DLCs, additional items of which we will have many of have plenty coming down the road. And of course the giant expansion passes which we will have something to say about later end quote this mirrors the studio's approach to the witcher 3 wild hunt which saw 16 pieces of free dlc before receiving its two massive expansions in 2015 and 2016 cd uh, cd project red uh called this method out in september 2020 uh, with the president adam kaczynski saying cyberpunk 2077 dlc would follow a similar trajectory Senior quest designer Patrick Mills said during the live stream that some DLC for Cyberpunk 2077 will be bigger than others and all would be free. But they wouldn't match the scope of the larger add-ons the studio has planned. CD Projekt Red didn't specify what these expansions are. However, Mills said that the was said that what the team is working on is quote cool and will cost players some money. <laughs> <laughs> An exact release date for patch 1.3 and these free add-ons was not revealed. CDPR uh, said pro- fans can expect it uh, to hit Cyberpunk 2077 in the near future.
0: Just once, I want to see a developer go, yeah, we're working on DLC. Absolutely. Sucks. It, it sucks. sucks. Uh, Listen, we're just trying to get it done, all right? Yeah. It, sucks
1: or it sucks. It will cost you... Su- it's cool and it will cost you some money. Imagine <laughs> like that E3 presentation. Like, why have you been asking about a remodeled PS5? I can confirm we're working on it. It's cool, and they put it up as like a bullet point.
0: It will cost you some money. Money, uh,
1: Tam, what was your... I don't even know. What was your experience with Cyberpunk?
0: Uh, so, <laughs> I uh, I got it before it was released. Uh, I didn't have particularly good internet in my apartment in, uh, in the East Bay. Took me like an entire day to download it. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to play this game. Just as I fired it up, it was like, we've released a 50 gig patch for it. So I was like okay I'll download this new version of it downloaded the new version started playing got through like the first few missions the the uh, origin story um I was like great I got a nice grasp of the intro come back to it tomorrow next day 50 gig patch I was like okay okay I'm done with this <laughs> so I just left it and I was like I'll come back to this when they're done when it's in a good place and they released the patch the other day and like I went on Reddit and the first thing I saw was like uh just patch the game uh fired it up and everyone is falling through the ground infinitely and i was like okay so they're not done with fixing this yet yeah. um i own it on P- playstation 5 and on um uh pc but i i just want i want i'm excited to play that game but i feel like the further we get away from it the less interest i have in checking it out i'm waiting for them to be like okay it's good now you can all jump in or i'm waiting for word of mouth to say that um i wonder if that will ever happen though you know what i mean like i feel like yeah yeah, there's the fact of
1: cyberpunk being a trash fire for ps4 or yeah ps4 and Mm -hmm. xbox one when it launches right and obviously just the bugs in general but even to peel all that away like as somebody who platinumed it playing the ps4 version on ps5 right like i never think about cyberpunk and when i say that i mean i never think about like oh like when i think of like fallout 3 i can rattle off stories you know what i mean yeah, of like oh yeah. when i did this or when i met that character or, when this happened blah blah and this one it's like oh well the funeral scene was cool i like that and then you know i really liked uh, uh pan am she was cool she i romanced her like that was our mm-hmm. my rel- but it's not like you know my goofy ass looking character that i could ever make look cool because of course you couldn't like lock styles mm-hmm. so it was just kevin running around in a trench coat no offense kevin uh, i was like you know what i mean like it <laughs> I just don't think i enjoyed playing that game and eating it but i i I ate it like junk food whereas like you know somebody's like oh talk about the best meals of your life i'm not like oh man mcdonald's this one
0: time i think this could be yeah i'm exactly the same and i wonder this could be a really interesting opportunity for playstation plus or game pass like Mm -hmm. i wonder Mm -hmm. if like but it would it would involve like cdpr having to you know make some concessions or even like take a hit to the ego to put their game on there after doing all they all they have done to it but like you could really if i if i was phil spencer i'd be like yo put it on our thing and i guarantee you we'll give you this bag and money turn it around. we can turn we can it around turn it. we can we can like make this shit pop again um i wonder if it's going to reach a point where they where cdpr feels confident in it and then that's when so one of these uh, major platform holders swoops in and is like Give it away on our thing, and you will get a bump out of it. And then that's when they, you know, for a month, and then people play it, and they're like, Oh, it's really good. And then people are starting to buy it all over again and check it out. Finally. Yeah, yeah, wait,
1: time it with the next gen updates, right? If you're gonna have yeah, like, exactly. like Series X, you know, uh, flying yeah. or whatever, put it out there. But even then, it's like, you know, like I know this isn't the, the major expansions they're talking about, right? But I wonder when the, the major expansions come if I'm going to care. Like, is that gonna mm. be, am I gonna re download it, you know, go in like my character? At the end of you know platinuming that game, right? I was talking to a golfer about this last night. It, you know, you're so overpowered, like to the point where it's not fun because it is like I remember I had been a hacker the entire way, but by the time I was done platinuming it, it was that I had a you know amazing shotgun, and it would be I would just run in, <laughs> blah blah blah, 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 blah. And like I'm, people are shooting me, and I'm like bulletproof pretty much, and like that's, shoot, it's a power fantasy, right? But at some point when that breaks, and it just doesn't feel like I'm in that world anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like uh, there's... It's so it's such a shame the way that game went, and I the the most interesting part of it is like when CDPR was finished with The Witcher, it felt like a such a like a line drawn in the sand where they were like we absolutely killed it with The Witcher. We're going forward, and we've got this bold new vision for a brand new franchise, and they were quite like there was a period where they were quite confident and assertive about not going back to The Witcher because they felt like. Um, they were on top of the world, and this new thing was going to be the thing that is their new f- new future. Yeah, I wonder if they're now looking back and being like, uh, "Time to go back to old Geralt." Because oh, uh, guaranteed, yeah. Guaranteed. I mean, like they they, they have meant, there has been rumblings about a new Witcher game for a little bit, but like I I wonder how quickly they pivot back to it. Um, it's really interesting. I sadly, like the th- the other thing is like I would love to see them take another Krackat um Cyberpunk, like maybe in another game like it's not unheard of to have a kind of shaky first game and then follow up by succeeding you know the assassin's creed story Um, yeah but
1: i mean like i just feel like the the earth is salted on this game like you know what i mean that's what we're talking about like you it's you'd have Hmm. to no man's sky it in such an interesting way but i feel like even then this has been such a ridiculous crazy story at every turn Um, yeah the the developer that could do no wrong fucking all this up, you know, putting this thing out, betraying their trust. Uh the game doesn't even run. It's delisted on PlayStation. It, you know, there there's all this stuff coming out about yeah. stocks and how they're sharing money over there and all this crap. Like it's just
0: ridiculous. It is rough. Uh, yeah, that's rough. Uh, they they've definitely as well as fixing the game and improving it, they've also got like a little reputation building to do yeah. again. And all I'm saying is quickly remake Witcher 1 on using the 3 engine. Stick it out. You'll be fine. All good. Interesting.
1: That is an actually that's, that's a very, very interesting way to get around all that, right? Yeah. To go back and break those games on. Huh. Yep. Tim, you yeah. might have a
0: million dollar idea right there. It's a shame I can't use it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> number three on the Roper Report. Let's talk about some QuakeCon leaks. Uh, we're going over to IGN.com where Jared Moore has two different bullet points for you. We'll start with number one. Ahead of this year's QuakeCon, a version of the Doom Slayers collection for Nintendo Switch has seemingly been leaked by Best Buy. A store page for the game can be found on Best Buy, which includes a game overview and price, but no box art. The page also includes a release date for the title, which, if accurate, is apparently September 2nd. The Doom Slayers collection is already available for console players on the PS4 and Xbox One. and includes the original 1993 classic Doom, as well as the subsequent re-releases re- uh, within the series, Doom 2, Doom 3, and 2016's Doom. Unlike the PS4 and Xbox One edition of the game, however, the Switch iteration listed on Best Buy also states that it will include doom 64 which was re-released last year the listing which features a retail pl- price of 49.99 comes in advance of this week's QuakeCon, suggesting a potential unveiling of doom slayers collection during the event uh, the possible leak isn't the first to take place in the build-up to the convention either we recently reported that the original upload of this year's QuakeCon schedule suggested that a revitalized edition of id software's classic fps quake could be announced during a panel. Speaking of it, your next bullet point: Quake has been rated by the ESRB for PC, PS4, Xbox uh, Series X and S, Xbox One, PS5, and Nintendo Switch. This leads to further evidence of the idea that Quake Remastered, of a re-release or re-release, will be announced at QuakeCon later today. Uh, additionally, a Red, Reddit user SuperLordX has noted that Quake on Steam recently had a beta branch update further suggesting that quake announcement is on the way and while we've been live ladies and gentlemen uh whole, it's you can see that they're going over there oh shoot i refreshed over here but it was uh uh Nival had it up let me click on Nibel over we're get them back up. yeah there's, there's, it's popping off basically right now while we're talking here it is quake is now being listed on the microsoft store up to 4k widescreen resolution support enhanced models new lighting anti-aliasing dof uh, original soundtrack includes the original expansion and a new one by machine games Oh, yeah, and, and a new one. Okay. And a local and online multiplayer. The Quake remastered also supports cross play, X support uh, only for Game Pass Ultimate members and mods. Quake 64 will be available for launch. It appears that Quake will shadow drop later today on all platforms. And then fo- Nibel follows up again Quake on eShop, Quake on PSN. So it is happening, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Popping off. You love to see it. QuakeCon. It- wouldn't yeah. even know what's happening to him. wouldn't, no. <laughs> wouldn't I mean, even like, know that's a
1: thing right now. Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, the QuakeCon has been kind of low key for the last few years, um, and it's kind of a shame because uh, they have a lot of. Go- I'm, I'm excited that Quake is coming back, but I wish it was in a more meaningful way. Like, I, I hate to be that person who like gets something, uh, is given something that they want, and then is like, "Oh, I wish it was better." But you know, I only say it because. Like yeah I only say it because, like, look at what they did with doom. like sure. Doom came out and they were like it it like it revitalized that franchise in such a major way. and I just feel like Quake is primed to get that same kind of treatment, and um it has a fan base that's as fervent and as into it as as the doom one is, and you know, putting putting uh, id software and, and machine games on this is like cool but i feel like there's more to be done there maybe this is just like the precursor to something more meaningful
1: that would be my thing is i think this yeah. is the precursor i think they know that and i think especially now that they're under the xbox umbrella right it's like cool make us an awesome quake you know what i mean what do you want that to be what do you like what if it was a quake battle royale <laughs> right like go ahead and like yeah. tinker around and fuck with that go do that
0: it's weird because they they I do think like this could be the precursor to that, but then they've had precursors to this before where they like Quake Live was a thing that existed for a little while and they've been like plugging away at it and it's weird that they now come into the original games, but I'm glad they are because those games are excellent and they are I I don't know if they hold up super well, but I'm excited to check it out. And I do wonder I'm um, interested to see the how the modern audience of of video gamers takes to Quake and whether it still packs a punch in the same way that it used to. It's a lot of fun. Or if it's just going to be um, us, like, old heads just waxing nostalgia with Quake again on on PC. That's And that's what you're talking about, which I think is so fascinating, is that Quake was never a
1: thing for me. But yeah. I remember when Quake was the thing, and I especially remember coming to IGN and being the young kid, and all the old guys there, old guys, you know, the 30-year-olds mm-hmm. at IGN when I started and was 22 or three or whatever. Like, oh, I remember when we would do this and bring in all our computers and play Quake over here and blah, blah, blah. And it's like... That's like such a cool memory for them, but it wasn't a cool memory that I had any touchstone to. And I feel like honestly, most gaming people don't right now either.
0: Yeah, it is. It, I just remembered a, a memory of of my one, which is like when I worked at uh, computer and video games.co.uk in the UK CVG, which is like uh, the world's first gaming magazine and there was an online portion of it. Um, uh, the IT department uh, at that, uh, that company was militant about not having like non uh, having video games on PC. Like uh, just hanging out on on non gaming PCs, so your work PCs, and uh, we all like to play Quake in the in the lunchtime. Uh, uh, so instead, we had a folder that they never caught called Documents Three Arena instead of Quake Three <laughs> <laughs> Arena. Yeah. Fool all those idiots, easy, no problem. Right there's no way they can ever see through that. No, they'll never figure it out. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see. Quake is kind of funny because like these days, not only. It's like the primordial soup of uh, of like uh, multiplayer uh, competitive multiplayer games, right? Like I think of it in the same way as like I talked about this on another thing, where it's like Akira, like you the anime Akira or the movie, the manga, whatever it is. You watch a movie today, and uh, or you watch it today, and you don't see it for what it is. You just see it for the things that it influenced. So instead of watching Akira, you're watching a music video that referenced it or like a comic that referenced it. And then like, it doesn't have the impact that it would have had if you were experiencing it at the time. I feel like Quake is similar where there's so many like Quake inspired games Or multiplayer games as a whole that have taken ideas from Quake and it's become commonplace these days. So the idea of a modern audience playing Quake, I feel like they're just going to get, oh, this is just a collection of references to things uh, I've played since uh, uh, Quake existed or in my day and the things that have defined my tastes. And it kind of feels old because of that. We're going to give the gold star to Druvenator, who writes
1: in, to patreon.com slash games while we're live with this question. It says, whoa, whoa, whoa. Question for Greg and Tam. Mm-hmm. Machine Games announced slash will announce a new expansion for Quake. That's crazy. Do you think that might tie into a new Quake made in collaboration with Machine Games?
0: Cool. We're talking about
1: how Machine Games, of course, revitalized Doom. Wait, no, uh, Wolfenstein. Uh, yeah. Could they work that same magic here for Quake?
0: Wow, interesting. That, the fact that they're announcing a new expansion. So here's, my, here's what I would love. So people came to Doom, and they, the thing that was unexpected about Doom, like gameplay, absolutely top-notch. The flow to it, the kind of like mechanically, um, how it felt, so satisfying. But I think that really the thing that really gave that the revitalization of Doom and Doom Eternal was the story, right? And the world building. Mm-hmm. It's very, very like elaborate and intricate and really interesting. And they did an amazing job with it. Quake, again, has a world, has a story, not really known for it. I would love to fire up that new expansion and suddenly it's very story heavy. It still looks like old Quake, but for some reason it's like very driven by narrative and characters and it's like laying the foundation for what's going to come next. So this is kind of like the bridge into the proper revitalization of Quake in the same way that Doom 2016 was for that game. I sure. would be well, well up for that. That would be so cool. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. The Quake Slayer
1: quake uh number four on the roper report ces is going to require a vaccination uh this is an official press release from ces we're excited to reconvene the technology industry in las vegas and experience the magic of ces with you over one thousand companies including major brands and startups have already committed to be in las vegas ces 2022 will feature the latest tech innovations including space tech food tech and nfts jesus count me in as not wanting to go to this fucking yeah thing absolutely
0: all. no thank you
1: <laughs> audiences will hear from industry leaders like uh oh i'm sorry during live keynotes including general motors chair and ceo uh mary barra and teo and t-mobile ceo mike uh Sievert. Hmm. safety security and health are a priority at ces for ces 2022 we will require all in-person attendees to provide proof of covid19 vaccination Based on today's science, we understand vaccines offer us the best hope for stopping the spread of the virus. While we are still more than five months from CES 2022, we are sharing this information early to give you time to plan. CES 2022 will uh, follow state and local guidelines and recommendations by the CDC for masking and other protocols. Masks are currently required in public indoor spaces in Las Vegas. We will regularly update the CES website about it with the latest information. Tam, are you shocked?
0: Oh my god. So, I mean, I'm not shocked that they're going to require um uh, evidence of vaccination at all, but like at this point I'm like who's going to CES? Who's excited <laughs> about CES other than <laughs> other than people who are like flogging their wares? Like I'm it's CES. I, I respect people who are excited about CES and are into tech but I don't know. There's something about it that I'm like, I'm cool for now. There's nothing exciting in tech. Like we've been offered the opportunities and we have gone to CESs in the past, but it's usually been like, oh, we're in the like you know the cutting edge or, the, or we're on the cusp of major changes in technology. It was like flat screen TVs were getting bigger and like there were foldable flat screen TVs and you know chipsets were getting tiny and there was good reason to be excited about going to them. These days it's like, hey, we've got a new fridge it has got a screen on it. We've cool. got NFTs do not care what nfts ugh, don't get me started about nfts nfts are just like the worst thing in modern civilization as far as one of the worst things in modern civilization just the worst stuff i hate it every time i see the word nft i just get unreasonably it's gotta unreason- blow over soon right this is this fad's gotta be gone i don't can't think really so. be
1: talking about the you know your own thing is- chat, right?
0: yeah the thing is like it's propped up by rich people who are using this as a way to you know fleece people other people who are going to get caught into the idea of nfts and they're like people of prominent positions or people who have some sort of following like artists and that kind of stuff and yes there are opportunities to make money and for artists especially make money in interesting new ways make a lot of money in interesting new ways but for the most part it's just rich people doing rich people shit to get even richer. And I'm just like, get out of my face. Um, yeah, get out of my face. Of here, yeah, NFT stands for not f- flipping. Not, not for Tam. Not for TAM. Yeah, not for Tam, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. I love it. Thank you. I uh,
1: remember Appreciate everybody, it. ladies and gentlemen, please go get vaccinated. If you're 12 or older and haven't received a COVID vaccination, you can text your zip code to 438829 to find a free vaccine near you. At many locations, no appointment is needed and you can get free rides with Uber and or Lyft there and
0: back. I have it on good authority that all the coolest people are vaccinated. That's all true. of them. That's so true. Jennifer people Aniston cool.
1: won't hang out with you unless you're vaccinated. So if you ever want to yeah. hang out with Jennifer yeah. Aniston, you got to you got to be you got to be careful. You got to get it.
0: I'm I'm like 99% sure Wesley Snipes is vaccinated. Uh I'm pretty sure taxes though. you know, let's not talk about that. Okay.
2: I mean, lesson learned at this point, right?
0: Yeah, lesson learned. Also like I know what? Yeah, I'm not going to say anything bad about taxes while I'm trying to get back into America. But you know, taxes uh, taxes are an interesting thing. Uh, well, then, while we skillfully dodge that, let me tell you about
1: Patreon.com/slash Kinda Funny Games. It's been described as cool. It will cost you some money, but over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games, of course you can use it to write into the show. Just like Druvenator did live. You can use it to get the show with the exclusive post show. We do each and every weekday. And of course you could do it to get the show ad free. But speaking of ads, Greg way. You didn't go to Patreon.com slash kind of funny games today. So let me tell you about our sponsors. This episode of kind of funny games daily is brought to you by Canva pro making content is an essential part of what I do to keep this show going. But It hasn't always been a seamless creative process. Of course, I just get to come on here and yell at you, but somebody's got to make graphics, lower thirds, little things that pop up and go, whoopity, whoop, whoop. Raj is making stuff right now. Make it go, Raj. Whoopity, whoop, whoop. How does Raj know how to do that? How does Tim know how to do that? They use Canva Pro. Of course, Canva Pro is a design platform that empowers you to create and share stunning content in just a few clicks. Whether you're a design professional or just getting started, designing with Canva Pro is amazingly fast and fun. Choose from thousands of professionally made templates that are easy to customize with simple drag and drop features or start from scratch canva pro comes with endless premium fonts photos videos and so much more that add personality and edge to whatever you're designing design like a pro with canva pro right now you can get a free 45 day extended trial when you use our promo code just go to canva.me slash kfgd and get your free 45 day extended trial that's c-a-n-v-a.me slash k-f-g-d Canva.me slash KFGD. Our next sponsor? Well, it's HBO Max. This episode of Kinda Funny Games Daily is sponsored by HBO Max. Many of us are plumbing the depths of streaming platforms, searching for something new to watch, looking for an entertainment fix. And if that's true for you, boy, do I have a suggestion. HBO Max has same-day movie premieres of the biggest movies of 2021 every single month. Yeah, that's right. The biggest Warner Brothers Pictures releases will be available in your theater, and your living room, same day. Of course, we just lived through Suicide Squad, right? James Gunn, The Suicide Squad. Uh, You know what? A bunch of people went and saw it in theaters. I stayed home with Jen. We watched it here on HBO Max. We had a great time. Suicide Squad and so many others will be available, are available, whatever you want to say, in theaters and on HBO Max for a limited time and at no extra charge to subscribers. Release dates, of course, are subject to change. So get on it and sign up for HBO Max at HBOM.a x slash kfgd again that is h-b-o-m dot a-x slash kf GD. Our next sponsor, it's KiwiCo. KiwiCo is defining the future of play by making it engaging, enriching, and seriously fun. Super cool hands-on projects and toys designed to expose kids to concepts in STEAM. That science, technology, engineering, art, and math are a great resource for learning at home. And you might say, hey, Greg Miller, aren't you about to have a kid? That's right, person. That's why I have my first KiwiCo crate right here. It's the panda crate, which of course, as you can see right here, maybe you can't, says ages zero. To plus zero plus months. So, as you open it up and you see, bam, look, today I'm one month old. When you see this on my Instagram, uh, my child, this pillow with the month card in there, you not only will you know how uh, many months old my child is, you'll know KiwiCo. KiwiCo wants kids to be fearless innovators and design projects to help them develop that muscle. If you want to sign up For Kiwi Co? It is simple. You can do it and support us. You can go to Kiwi Co.com slash kinda funny games to get 50% off your first month. That's Kiwi Co.com slash kinda funny games to get fifty percent off your first month. K-I-W-I-C-O.com slash kinda funny games to get fifty percent off your first month. Let me swaddle you. Tam, I'm excited for my baby to get here so I can use some of this Kiwi Co stuff I just told you. But My baby's so far away if i wanted something more
0: immediate say what came to the mom and drop shops where would i go you would go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday baby Mm
2: Yeah. Out
0: today ladies and gentlemen, Rim's
1: Racing is on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X/S, Xbox One, Switch and PC. you is on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X/S, Xbox One and PC. Recompile is on PS5, Xbox Series X/S and PC. Uh Synthetatech uh, 2 is on PC. 12 Minutes is on Xbox Series X/S, Xbox One and PC. You can catch the games cast review right now on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and of course you can catch the Xcast recording live tomorrow posting everywhere saturday where we'll be doing a second half of the show that is a 12 minutes spoiler cast monster harvest is on ps4 xbox one switch and pc monster train first class is on switch rush rally origins is on switch zombo buster Advance is on switch uh, Busans, what oh coffee on switch it's spelled different thea huh. 2 the shattering is on switch where samantha is on switch which is a sequel of course to help coco uh sakura <laughs> Suc- succubus 4 is on switch metal commando is on switch never return is on pc and then jessica is out today on switch that's at fmv uh, game we'd seen a long time ago that i want to see hmm new dates for you struggling is on playstation 4 and xbox one on september 8th siberia the world before will be released on pc on december 10th uh despot's game is on uh, steam early access october 14th but there's an open beta testing starting today and then nhl 22 will come to ps5 xbox series x s as well as playstation 4 and xbox one on october 15th now let's get into a question from the one the only the kyle fed new Kyle to it at patreon.com slash games and says, Hey team, hope you're having a great day, and you can let me go off on EA Sports games for a minute. Kyle, you have the floor. Today, NHL 22 was announced, and like all the other EA Sports titles this year, the game won't have cross-play or even cross-gen. Parentheses. Technically, you'd own both gens if you buy the special edition, though it's not clear to me if I can play the last-gen version on current-gen consoles. Back to the question. I really don't understand the decision-making here. EA has been going cross-play with other titles. Why not sports titles? Uh, Especially when you look at other success-slash-sales like the MLB The Show uh, had this year, and it's on Game Pass. Personally for me, NHL 22 uh, not being cross-gen is a huge blow. NHL is the fourth most popular franchise and has a very small player base as it is. Removing cross-gen is just going to make it even smaller and probably the worst decision EA could make for the NHL franchise. I honestly don't see myself buying this game again. I'd love to hear what you think and when you think EA will, if ever, adopt cross play for its sports titles. Thanks, hmm. Kyle. Have you kept
0: abreast of this situation with NHL 22? I haven't kept abreast of the situation with NHL 22 specifically. However, yeah. if I had to hazard a guess, I would say it will come down. Most people are going to be like money, money, money. And yes, there is probably an element of that. But I also suspect it is to, it has something to do with contracts um Mm. in terms of the the licenses as well in terms of one the nhl or whether it's fifa or whatever it may be and then the specific licenses for players usually in these scenarios there's usually a very specific stipulation of where these players or where the overall licenses for the nhl or fifa or uefa whatever appear and I imagine that in a lot of cases, they're like forward thinking to a degree as well, where it's like, oh, we'll have it on uh, the lifetime of the PlayStation 4, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And with the advent of new consoles, there's probably some reworking or renegotiating that is required to make it so So that you can do that. I like where your head's at because that does happen a lot, but I think mm. it's just the engine. I'm going
1: to go to ign.com where Cat Bailey reports NHL 22 mm. announced for next gen consoles with a new engine and other enhancements. NHL 22 uh, will be skating. It's, it seems like there should be more to that. NHL 22. <laughs> NHL 22 will be skating to the Xbox Series X/S and PS5 in October, EA announced today, making the hockey sims debut on the new console generation. In doing so, it will transition to the Frostbite engine, joining Madden and FIFA on EA's proprietary engine. The engine update is a long time coming. Where FIFA transitioned to Frostbite in 2016 and Madden made the move uh, the year after, NHL steadfastly stuck with the Ignite engine introduced at the beginning of the PS4 and Xbox One generation. Doing so allowed it to avoid the myriad of tech issues suffered by Madden and FIFA, but also left it looking noticeably dated. So I do believe this is just an inevitable shift to the new mm-hmm. engine they needed to do, which is why, of course, you wouldn't be able to go through and actually do uh, cross gen support. I'm, trying to, I'm, I'm going through Kat's article here to see and make sure I'm right on this. Yeah. However, NHL will not include GM Connected, the online league system that was cut in the move to the PS4 and Xbox One. With uh, For the previous generation version, Kwong, uh, who's in this article, says that uh, there will be full feature parity between the last generation and current generation versions, with the Xbox One and PS4 version also moving to Frostbite Engine, so no. Hmm. Similar to Madden and FIFA, NHL 22 will include a dual entertainment system, meaning PS4 and Xbox One owners who pre-order the more expensive X-Factor Edition will be able to update to the newer consoles for free. However, only Hockey Ultimate Team progress will be transferable, with the various career modes being locked to whatever console you're starting on. So no explanation really where for what the reasoning would be of why it's happening that way. But I would imagine it's just some weird tech issue.
0: Yeah, it's a shame that they don't go the extra mile. I mean, they have no reason to because they make money hand over fist. But like, you know, offer something for people who are having to double dip, you know, know, a discount of some sort to prove that you... Yeah.
1: I feel it and I understand it, but I also think it's just such a this is the pain the pain point this one time to move And for like all right well you know even the upgrade thing but it only takes over some of your progress oh that sucks but it's also like well when are you buying this game and when are you buying your next gen console because remember like they have nine months to work on the next game right you're in a year you're going to be back here buying the next nhl game so why really go bend over backwards go the extra mile to make this thing work Mm -hmm. for the small percentage of people are going to be able to get an xbox series x and a playstation uh, 5 to be able to do it yeah, but I do understand Kyle's point of like trying to get a player base together as an Avengers player. I understand that. Yep, yep, yeah, deals of the day for you. Uh, right now you can get Psychonauts for one dollar. This is auto over at GameSpot. Ahead of the launch of Psychonauts 2, players can catch up on the game's crude mind bending story by picking up Psychonauts for dirt cheap. The 2005 release is currently the cheapest game. The cheapest a game will usually go for before being free, costing just a buck. The discount is in effect for the next five days. Doesn't apply to every platform Psychonauts is listed on. Uh, customers can pick up the game over on Xbox One or Xbox Series X/S on the Microsoft Store, as well as PC via Steam at its discounted price. On the PlayStation Store, however, Psychonauts still costs ten dollars.
0: Still worth it. Still worth it at ten dollars. If you can get it for one, get it. If you can only get it for ten, still good. I am okay. the milkman. My milk is delicious. Okay, Xbox people, free people. P- no, people, yeah, go. yeah, yeah. Old people who played Second us they get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: yeah, 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 cool. yeah, yeah. Uh, Xbox free play days. Uh, Hood Outlaws and Legends and I Am Bread are both available for Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members right now and going all the way until Sunday. On top of that, The Elder Scrolls Online Tam Tamriel. I don't know. If yeah, I, I know that word Tamriel. Oh, uh, oh unlimited. Okay. No, no, not you, me. Tamriel, not you, Tamriel. That's your full name. Uh, Unlimited is available uh, now for an extended period from ju- June 17th through Monday, August 30th. Tam, I'm good. I'm good. Tamriel,
0: you are good. You're great. Yeah, Everybody yeah knows that. Thank you. Did you ever get into that? You ever play The Elder Scrolls Online? No, I tried. I tried it for a bit, and I was like, No, nah, I'm good. I'm all right. Yeah. I could do with that. I, I don't need this right now. Um, sure. It seems like it's grown into a really, really really good games. Everyone I know that does play it is like, this is like super, super good. Um, maybe I'll go back to it one of these days, but I'm currently working my way through Final Fantasy XIV, so I don't need a second long-term game like that and also uh, play Avengers and, you know. Yeah, you do. Too, too many long-term games. Just, you, you, only have one, you just need the one, Avengers. You mean Kevin, yeah. right, Kevin?
1: Right.
2: 100% boss, man. Thanks,
1: Kevin uh tam we ask people who are watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to go to kind of slash are wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and listening on podcast services around the globe we only got one wrong today it's from katie g who writes and says uh they didn't have pillows but cavemen did sleep on beds of grass and ash up to a foot deep with the ash acting to deter insects
0: Oh, that sounds rough.
1: Hey, man, they were cavemen. They had to do it. You know what I mean? They had saber-toothed tigers running around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had that
0: car they had to push with their
1: feet. That was tough. It was tough back then. Yeah.
0: Do you remember? Do you remember when um, uh, Batman became a caveman? That was a good, good time. time. Remember that when he? That he everybody thought he
1: was dead, but he was actually yeah. But he
0: was back in time. Omega sanctioned and then worked Comics. his way back into Darkseid's. So, yeah. What a great run that was.
1: Comics, man. Anything can happen. Don't
0: worry about okay. it. Uh, speaking of anything
1: can happen, anything can happen here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games for kind of funny games daily uh tomorrow we'll be back it's going to be me and ryan from marvel that's right agent m himself ryan panago is coming to join me to talk about the gaming news of the day uh, remember right now if you're watching live on, on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games uh we're going to do our reaction our first live reaction to the marvel's eternals trailer that has dropped i have none of us have watched it i am excited to see what it's all about and see kumail and hopefully see more of his abs after that it's going to be mike blessing and barrett playing more metal gear solid 2 if you miss uh the eternals you can catch that later on youtube.com slash kind of funny if you miss the metal gear solid 2 playthrough you can go to our newest youtube channel youtube.com slash kind of funny plays and get the video there uh tam where can people Mm -hmm. keep up with you
0: you can find me on twitter at Tomorrow H. Um, if you want to see some of my work, you can go to GameSpot or GiantBomb.com where I have a couple of new shows. Uh one is called Born to Run, the other one is called The Very Online Show, which I do with Lucy James and Jeff Backler. If you want to catch me doing some streaming, I'm at twitch.tv forward slash TomorH. Uh a lot of kind of funny best friends are in there whenever I play Out Wilds and they're so good, so wholesome. Um it's always a good time. But if you want to come hang along, uh, come hang out. I do stream three times a week, usually on Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. So come come hang out come hang out with him. And if you want to keep hanging out with him, remember
1: he's going to come do the post show with us over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games, uh, where the show keeps on rolling. You could get your name read. You could get the show ad free. You could get uh, exclusive shows like the next gen podcast. Isn't that right? Roger Pocorny. Yep. Yerp. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. There's a Twitch stream happening. There's other stuff going on. We're recording the kind of funny podcast until next time. It's been our pleasure to serve you.